When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, Sarah Jane here. It's that time of year again where we are gearing up for a break between season three and season four. With that in mind, I have compiled my favorite episodes from season three for you to check out right now. I know that doing a daily podcast means that episodes get lost in the mix sometimes, and I want to make sure some of these really get a chance to shine. So I am entering into the holiday season with so much gratitude for all of you. Thank you so much for being here. And if you are looking for real-time content, I'll still be posting a new episode every Monday through the month of December, walking through, reflecting on the year, and planning for 2023. Enjoy today's episode. Today we are discussing burnout prevention by Enneagram type, but first today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that I love the co-working space that I work at. I love the light that comes into the space and the quiet calmness of all of it. I always have such a good time when I'm working here, so I just wanted to appreciate that today. My thorn is that I am feeling a bit anxious about some things that I have coming up. I know that it'll be fine but I still just have like some part of me that's kind of amped over it. That's all right. My bud is that our little one auditioned for the school talent show today, and it's his first time staying late after school for something, and I get to pick him up, which I'm really excited about. I just want to know how it went and how he's feeling, how it felt to put himself out there, how it felt to be at school after hours. So I'm really excited to see him and hear about his day. All right, let's get into today's episode. So on Tuesday, we talked about productivity culture and the ever-present messages we're receiving on a regular basis that tell us it's not okay to rest. Today, I wanted to go through each Enneagram type and give you the number one thing I saw as the cause of burnout for each type in the years that I spent coaching on burnout prevention and recovery. We're just gonna jump right in. So for Enneagram ones, the thing I saw the most was getting caught up in the details. Um, Similar, kind of on a similar note, I also had a lot of type ones who had higher standards for themselves than the people who were judging their work. If you were an entrepreneur feeling like your customers didn't even expect out of you what you were expecting out of yourself, or as someone who works for someone else, having their bosses not be super aware of how much they were actually doing. I had a lot of type one teachers that I would work with who were doing way more than they had to do or than was expected of them and didn't realize that everyone else wasn't also doing that 
Or if they did, it kind of felt like they should all be doing what this one is doing. And so if we are a type one and we see this in ourselves, I encourage you to set deadlines for when you're going to call something complete so that you can do progress over perfection. You do need to sometimes just get things out the door, call a project closed and move on. But also, if you work for someone else or if you are self-employed, check in with people, check in with your customers, check in with your boss, check in with your spouse, check in with your children, ask them if they what they need from you the most so that you can prioritize where you're putting your energy. They may not know how much work you're putting in. And if you give them a chance to give you feedback, they may be like, whoa, cool it, like you're doing too much because you likely are doing more than everyone else. Number two, believing that you have to earn your place in people's lives. This is exhausting. So instead, focus on loving yourself so well that you aren't seeking other people to fill up that cup and everyone in your life gets to just be a bonus instead of a solution to the need that you have to feel loved. It's you're doing too much work in your relationships if you're trying to earn your place. Instead, pour that love and attention into yourself and then let your relationships be a beautiful bonus. Type three, you probably already know this one, it's comparison. Watching other people who are doing similar things as you, doing them and getting maybe getting results that you want or you think you want or that seem more quote unquote successful and comparing yourself to them, this can not only cause burnout, but it can also cause you to quit and give up because threes can get really demotivated by feeling like they're being left behind or feeling like they're losing in the competition. And so instead of that motivating them, it can actually be a really intense demotivator. So instead of comparing yourself to them and instead of letting that fear of being left behind take hold, focus instead on how you want to feel in your life and use that as your metric for success. Because here's the thing that I know. Yes, I could, you know, you could have a multi-million dollar business, but how is it going to make you feel to run that business? Are you going to feel tired? Are you going to feel exhausted? Are you going to feel burnout? Is that worth it? Um, you know, look at the underneath of the people's lives who have the thing you think you want and ask yourself if you want that. Okay, maybe you want a Jaguar, but do you want to be carrying the pressure of debt around? Maybe not. That might not be worth it for you. So really, when you're doing that comparison, make sure you're looking under the hood of their life and asking yourself, do I want to feel the way that they feel and then let it go. Focus on your own lane, what you do, how you want to feel, what success means to you. Make sure that's more internal than external and then live it out. Number four, not knowing your worth. So with entrepreneurs, type fours, my experience, the tendency to undercharge and overwork just to make enough money to pay the bills. As a person just in the world, not an entrepreneur, it also makes you feel like you have to work twice as hard to receive half of the benefits. Whether that's in your relationships, your work life, or even as a parent, the belief that you're not enough as you are can leave you feeling as though you have to compensate, which makes more work onto you just receiving what you could be yours without any effort, love, acceptance, worthiness. Type five, input without export. 
This is an intense one. Like, think about it like this. You take in so much information on whatever it is that you're studying, whether that's race relations, the economy, the best way to write a novel. And when action isn't taken on that information, it's like it clogs up your gears and creates frustration, right? There's just so much coming in. And if there's nothing going out, if you don't have an outlet for all of that information, then a few things can happen. First, you stress yourself out, you overwhelm yourself, you get caught up in overthinking, trying to find a solution in your mind. And that can create a significant amount of frustration, which if you're consistently complaining about the same thing over and over and over again and feeling stressed over and over and over again, that's gonna put a strain on your relationships. But it also doesn't make a difference, right? So you do all of this stuff in your head, you're learning all of these things that you need to do, and then you're not doing those things, so you feel guilty, maybe you feel shamed, maybe you feel like there's you have more that you have to learn in order to do things you wanna do. And it just puts you in this mindset of feeling really frustrated, really powerless, and it can make you feel, it can really validate this like fear that maybe you're incapable. When in reality, we need to, you know, make sure we're exporting, make sure we're finding outlets for the things that we do. I think about when I first found the Enneagram and how I was so excited about it that it's all that I wanted to talk about. And I talked about it to the point where like eventually my friends and my family were like, please, find a place to put this because it's wearing down our relationships. And when I say that this is related to your burnout type fives, it's because um, it's exhausting for you to carry all of this information and have nowhere that you can put it because your friendships and your relationships aren't going to be able to kind of hold the weight of that information because if they wanted to know all this stuff, they'd have gone and researched it themselves, right? So um, you need to find a place, whether that's a blog or a video diary or a protest or joining in on a movement, whatever it is that you are learning about, finding a way to export all of that information. Number six, loyalty or fear of letting people down. Now, I have had casual conversations with sixes who are my Uber drivers and people on planes about how they're the only one at the company who seems to care about everything that could go wrong. And they're exhausted, underappreciated, and overworked. And often I'll ask if they think they're going to quit and they say, well, I don't wanna let anyone down or, you know, obviously I don't wanna lose my health insurance. And I recently heard a therapist talk about how when we're constantly complaining about something, particularly something in a relationship, it means that that relationship needs to change. Now, venting feels good in the moment, right? But it doesn't solve the problem. So to solve the problem, we need to set boundaries or shift to the relationship in some way in order for it to be more functional. Type seven, FOMO. This was mine. This has always been mine. I get opportunities that I wasn't even excited about and I'd say yes because I was so scared that if I skipped it then I'd miss out on something exciting maybe, just something in general. Like what if everyone else was going to be there or what if it was an opportunity that would really skyrocket my career in some way? What if it seems like it's not a good fit, but then when I get there, it turns out to be the best thing that's ever happened to me. How do I know unless I do it all? <laughs> and it, I've had to learn to say no to so many more things than I want to simply because it's not an enthusiastic full body yes. 
And the truth is that sevens were typically not afraid to cancel commitments. So not only would I find myself on the edge of burnout from over committing, but I'd also have to cancel a lot more things than I would like to, making me seem flakier than I am, because it's much easier to say, I've learned that it's much easier to simply say, no thanks the first time, and then move on with my life. Number eight, putting out fires. Eights are protective. They're also reactive, and this can lead them to feeling as though they have to be everywhere, taking care of everything and everyone all the time. They also aren't great at acknowledging their limitations, so it can feel like weakness to ask for help. And all of this is a really sweet recipe to burnout. In fact, more than any other type, I've had eights tell me that they didn't know they were burnout or going too hard until after they had some sort of physical ailment come into play. So I want our eights to practice regular body checks to get in tune with what you feel and the toll that this can take on your body before your body has to yell at you. And finally, type nine, not saying no. One of my pet peeves is the term lazy that gets applied to nines because nines are actually often very busy because they do not know how to say no. They spend so much of their energy trying to keep the peace and not create rifts, they are often living with more stress and overwhelm than we even realize. Spouses who aren't speaking up about what's not working for them, employees who are taking on more than they can handle for fear of saying no, friends who are trying to be there for everyone all at once, immediate conflict at the same time. It's exhausting just to be a nine in my opinion. I don't know how they do it. Like your prevention for burnout nines is to start saying, let me think about that and get back to you. This will give you time to make the right decision for yourself, maybe even talk it out with a friend, and honestly, analyze your capacity at the moment and only say yes if you really know you can absolutely do it and want to do it. All right, friends, I hope this was helpful. If you're feeling the edge of burnout, maybe explore the thing I mentioned for your type. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.